about that, y'all. Sorry about that, y'all. Ah, gotta make sure my face is on point. Ah. Woo. Water need that H2O. Cause I'm in love with Mary Jane. She's my main thing. She makes me feel alright. She makes my heart sag. <laughs> Takes me to paradise. <laughs> Man, I've been on a heavy, a heavy, heavy, crazy binge of Rick James lately. Don't judge me. Y'all probably don't know about that. See, I'm a I'm a musical artist, but I really appreciate instrumentation. That's what really that's that makes my dick hard when I hear a record. If it's great instrumentation on there, if I got keys, chords, synths, just different progressions, just because I come from a musical background. So that's why people always, you know, my cousin, he gets mad at me. You think you know everything. You think you know everything about music. What gives you the right to say this? I'm just saying from a guy who studies music, instrumentation is real big for me. I'm big on that. I'm big on progressions. I'm big on song progressions and things within that realm. That's why Kanye is really such an influential artist for me. And I'm going on a tangent. And this episode is going to be a tangent because if you didn't notice or if you don't hear, I am the only one here today. I'll touch on that in a bit. But um, I'm in the building yeah, and the it's just gonna, me. Uh, it's just I. Um, Yeah, Young Stiff. Um, <laughs> He wasn't feeling well today. Texted me about an hour before the pod. Yo, man, come pick up the camera. And I'm just giving y'all a peek behind the curtain because I'm a transparent guy. And I always told them if this situation came about where no one could make it, I would still pod because this is my baby. I got to feed it, okay? I got to feed this motherfucker. So, of course, I'm here. I'm potting. But, yeah, so if the camera is not on point, it's because... um. My light went out on me today. Don't buy these cheap-ass $45.99 ring lights, okay? Spend you some money on some good uh, lights. For all my podcasters and artists out there, spend your money on some good lights because my shit broke on the day I needed it the most. So, yeah, just a lot of shit happening behind the scenes that you guys probably don't care about because who cares, right? Who cares? So what? But yeah, no one's here today. It's just I, young Kurt, Kurt James. So this is just a stream of consciousness right now. Probably going to go on a couple rants while I'm here. So um, yeah, just bear with me. But you guys know what time it is. And for the new, li and for the new listeners, this is who I am. I'm a content creator. Um, I do a lot of different things. But enough about me, enough about I. Um, and, and this is crazy because I get a lot of my shit off of... Uh, a lot of stuff that I want to talk about, I check the pulse of Twitter, the bird. But um, I don't know what's happening in these streets right now. Um, Well, the Derek Chauvin trial is over, and I guess we can start there. He's been convicted on all three counts, so we don't know the sentencing as of Friday. At least I'm not aware of it. But uh, Derek Chauvin was uh, found guilty on all three charges, and... um took long enough so what uh <laughs> i mean i hate to sound insensitive to you know george floyd and his family and just the overall black community because i feel the stress of because first off first off this shouldn't be news okay 
cop killed an unarmed citizen, an unarmed black male to be specific. Okay, he's getting convicted on all three charges, right? This should not be anything new. This is this should not be a surprise. So But again, this is America. Um but yeah, he was convicted on all three counts and as a black man, I mean, this I'm not enthusiastic. I'm not reposting it on my social media because hey, this is supposed to happen, okay? It's and I know it doesn't happen, and I saw a statistic being spread around different social media platforms that said since 2005 or 2006, this is the sixth the sixth killing that's ever been a f from a police officer, right? This is the sixth officer, I'm sorry, that's ever been charged since since with the killing, since 2006. I don't know if that stat is correct, but that's been floating around social media, so... Do your Googles, fact check, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the sixth officer since, since I'm sorry, I'm butchering this, since 2005, 2006, to be convicted on all three charges, to be found not guilty when they're in similar situations. So, hey, a lot more work to do. I'm not going to really dwell too much on that topic because I told you guys on previous episodes, I don't really like talking about this, right? I'm at the point in my life where I'm not, of course, we should always apply pressure to the police, to the government, because we need monumental, substantial reform, right? I don't know if we will ever get that, but as far as being influenced by a guilty or not guilty outcome, I'm just, I'm kind of desensitized to it. I, I It's sad to say, but I am kind of desensitized to it, but... um. I am, I guess, I mean, I'm glad justice was served, I guess, if you could even say that. But we'll move right along because I don't like talking about things like that. Um, What else has been going on? Oh, hey, yo, you niggas that post, you, you for, for the people out there that spoil movies and TV shows, go to hell, right? Don't post on social media your ratings of different movies, right? It just came out. It just fucking came out. I got a homeboy, my homeboy K Slay. Shout out, shout out to my nigga. If if it's ever if I have if it's a popular TV show or movie that that just came out, I'm not gonna watch his page because I know he's gonna spoil it or tweet something about it, right? But yo, I hate when people this did like one of my homies who I follow he tweeting the he tweeting a rating about the movie of Mortal Kombat saying it's a 6.5 out of 10 whoever did the marketing you're terrible so um I have my own opinion of course I disagree with him often when it comes to his opinion on certain things so I'm still gonna go I'm still going into the movie with an open eye probably gonna watch it tonight uh probably in theaters honestly I was gonna go to my cousin's house but I'm in my feelings nigga <laughs> I'm in my feelings, nigga. But Mortal Kombat, um, I'm excited. Been looking forward to it. And all you motherfuckers that spoil shit, uh, you have a special place in hell somewhere, okay? Because who likes that? Who likes that person, right? You just have to be the first person to tweet about the movie, right? Come on, my nigga. Damn. Give us at least 24 to 48 hours. God damn. But I'm excited. The first two Mortal Kombat's that came out in the what late '90s and early 2000s, that was cool. Um, 
It was cool. Mortal Kombat. Oh, shit. What's going on back here, y'all? I'm sorry that we, we on the fly with this. Move the mouse. Um, hold up, y'all. I'm sorry. One moment. This is just me. I'm a one-man band today. Okay. Fuck. Oh, that's the remote. Oh, okay. Oh, well, here we go. Uh, sorry about that for all the listeners. Fuck. I had to punch in. Um, But, yeah. Mortal Kombat, the first two Mortal Kombats, they were okay. They were all right. When I was young, I was kind of hype about it. But as I grew older and began to appreciate um, upper-level cinematography, or when my taste for movies started to improve, I'll say that. When my taste for movies started to improve, I realized, okay, this, this is not great. This is all right. They could have done this a lot better. So... I'm hoping for good things, and based off all of the video games, they have tons of content, and they have tons of places they can go with this. They can make this a type, they can make this similar to the Marvel Cinematic Universe if they wanted to, okay? So, I have high hopes, I don't care about other people's ratings, but don't spoil shit before it comes out, okay? Uh, speaking of spoilers, uh, Snowfall, spoiler alert. Um, the season finale just took place, so if you haven't seen it, turn this off. Turn this podcast off and come back. But, uh, season finale, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, I had a feeling that, what's his name, Reed, I guess that's his alias, Reed Thompson, Teddy, the white dude, the CIA agent, I knew he wasn't gonna let that shit slide. I knew that he was going to find a way to get back with Franklin Pops. So I'm very, well, first off, I enjoyed the episode. I did not anticipate Scully coming back. Um, not like that. I, I, I just thought Scully was checked out mentally. So I was pleasantly surprised to see him reappear. And the way they enacted him throughout that last episode, Bravo. I do I do love it. I do appreciate it. Um, I like how Franklin's pop wasn't no punk bitch, even though he snitched. You're doing the reason I'm not fucking with this is because you're doing too much damn telling. Alright? You're doing too much goddamn telling. For a nigga to be in the Panthers, a former Black Panther, why you doing all that damn telling? That's my only beef with him. Other than that, I love the the acting done by the actor on his pops and just throughout the show. I liked I liked where where they took it. I liked the angle they took, okay? Now, Reed, man. Now, if Reed killed Franklin, mama, oh, man. Yeah, Franklin, Franklin gonna get some get back. Like, when he finds out that his parents are both dead, that's gonna be crazy if they choose to go that route, right? Because maybe he has respect for Franklin so he won't kill his mom. His dad, yeah. Franklin still might go off the... Franklin still might turn up on him just because he in a different mindset right now, honestly, honestly. But uh, if he kills his mom, oh, yeah, Franklin definitely going to go crazy. I can't wait to see that angle that they take it. And I see they're going to make me hate Franklin. I think they were slowly building up to that over the four seasons of this show. And that's what I love about Snowfall, the character development, right? They, It's very realistic. They took their time when it came to developing the characters, right? Franklin went from this young novice drug dealer 
prep school kid who never never experienced the drug game in his life took his ass whippings right got his ass whipped in jail on the block got shot just went through countless trials trial and error until he became this guy and he's still going through that and we saw that throughout the progression of four seasons love that aspect of it um so i can't say i'm surprised that they took this route when it comes to his character development um i'm eager and excited to see the next season it'll probably be within two years damn man rest in peace to john singleton because i know he could implement a couple wrinkles within the show just to make it feel more authentic and more real but love the show love where they're taking it i hate that they're gonna have to turn on franklin they can low-key get two more seasons out of this if they play it right um bravo snowfall bravo snowfall um what else in that aspect falcon and the winter soldier saw episode five episode five was cool probably the slowest episode out of the five so far and apparently it's only six episodes within this season so i'm eager to see how they're going to end the season and where they're going to take it you know marvel Marvel, that's why I applaud Marvel whenever they produce movies and release films. And they're just everything Marvel does is up to par. It's very up to par. And I'm not going to suck their dick anymore, but great job. Well done, Marvel. Love, loved WandaVision. I said that on previous episodes. Loved Falcon and the Winter Soldier thus far. Going to watch the finale tonight. Uh, Disney Plus, okay, y'all looping me in one by one, one by one. I'm still up in the air with this Black Widow movie, me personally. And I'm sorry for all the casual listeners out there. This is some real nerd shit right now. So if, if, if this not your thing, you can fast forward. Uh, but this not going to be a typical episode. So, uh, But, yeah, look, I don't know. Again, I've I've been disconnected. I feel like, yo, Twitter connects me to what's going on because – for the most part, I'm really in my own bubble, right? Trying to figure out life, trying to progress, trying to advance to the next stage. So forgive me. I always tell people I have limits on my apps, so I don't look at my phone 24-7. So, And when I was really on the apps, it's, it's, it's Twitter. So Twitter really keeps me connected to the outside world if my friends don't text me personally. So... I uh, don't know what all is happening in the streets. Um, oh, Moneybag. Moneybag Yo dropped a new project today. What is that called? I'll say right here and right now, it's very dark. It's a very dark, somber vibe to the album. And what do you know? It's called A Gangster's Pain. But um, I got to listen to it some more. It's 22 songs. Um, I've, I've told y'all on past episodes, Moneybag is one of the street guys that I enjoy. Love his music. Um, this project, the production could have been better off the first two listens, but there are, so, there are some standouts. And again, Moneybag has a lot of records that grow on me. Like when I'm in the club and I hear that record, I say, oh, I like this now that I've heard it outside, right? Now that I've been around ass titties. Oh, I love it. It sounds better for some reason. So um, maybe those records will grow on me, but my criticism thus far will probably be the the production. But he has records on there. He got a song called Projects. Fuck with that. He got a song called Certified Neptunes, produced by Pharrell. Fuck with that heavy. 
Uh, of course, she got this the single out there, Time Today. He got a song called Waukesha. I guess they call it Lean Walk, right? Sampled the Ashanti record. I want to say Foolish. Oh, man. See, my days are cold without you. Look, they did. Uh, Moneybags getting very introspective on this project. Let's do it. Let's do it. We can do it, do it right. We can do it, baby. Do it tonight. Do it, take your time. Do it right. We can do it, baby. Do it tonight. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Ah, I know I got an old soul. Um, in the Cut with Kurt James podcast, back from commercial break. I go by the name of Young Kurt or Kurt James, if you're being specific. Uh, but what else has been going on in the world? I told y'all I'm sorry. I'm so out of touch right now. Um, again, Twitter keeps me connected to the streets. So now that I'm off the bird for the moment, I don't know what's going on with you motherfuckers. Oh, I know Jake Paul recently had a fight. Um, I'm pretty sure every sports network talked about it ad nauseum. But knocked somebody out in 30 seconds. Now... The white boy is looking cold. The white boy is looking nice. Now, I did hit up one of my homies because he posts everything on social media. I said, yo, low-key, I looked like it was kind of rigged. I have been hearing conspiracy theory, conspiracy theorists accusing Ben Askren of taking a bag to win the fight. So I would not be shocked, would not be surprised. This is America, and this is the fight game. A lot of corrupt business has gone down in the fight game. And Jake Paul, he, I wouldn't put it past him. I would not put it past him. But just going off what we saw, the white boy, look, the white boy is doing his thing out there now. He knows how to market himself. He knows how to advertise his product. I will give him that. He learned from the best. Learned from Floyd Money Mayweather, right? So... I mean, I got to give him his props. Uh, from what we know, as of right now, he's 2-0. And if you don't have a background in boxing, you do not want to step to the white boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, right? I know it's black men. We don't like to give white boys their props, right? Right? Now, we, well, I, I'll speak for me. We don't like to give white, I don't like to give white boys their props just based off all the fuck shit that their ancestry has done throughout history, okay? I'm sorry, but I'm biased. But, of course, I mean, if you cool, you cool, right? I know a lot of cool white boys I fuck with. Shout out to y'all. I know, I, owe, I, know I, owe, I owe a couple of y'all some money. I got you. I got you, my nigga. Answer the phone! I might just pull up. But um, I have to make sure we record and we recording live. But, yeah, the white boy, look, the white boy is doing his thing right now. He learned from Floyd Money Mayweather. Um, now, again, he's not fighting no one. He's not fighting no one. And, again, why would he, right? Why jeopardize my future bag by fighting a professional, right? I just got into this from his perspective, from Jake Paul's perspective. Yo, I just got into this. I got into it for the bread. He wants to say he got into it for the love, for the craft. Yeah, okay. But I got into this for the bag, right? And I'm getting major bags. I can't believe I said that. But I'm getting major bags to box because people want to see me lose, right? They don't like how I can talk shit so they pay to see the white boy get knocked out the cocky white boy and 
They're upset after the fight. Now they want to complain about who he fought, Floyd Mayweather syndrome. And again, I'm not comparing him to the great Floyd Mayweather. I'm just saying in regards to marketing, these kids know how to market themselves, right? And from a guy who's an artist, who's a content creator, you know, I struggle with marketing, right? I'm looking into that because I think that's, you know, that's prevented me from getting to certain uh, or into certain spaces because of my marketing. I don't know how to market it. Got great product, but the marketing could improve. So as far as marketing, he knows how to market his product. And a lot of this generation, they see the benefit in being a troll, right? They don't care if they're disliked, if they can get millions of followers because we see the the six nines, the Jake Pauls. We see fuck shit pays, right? Fuck shit pays, right? If you're not a female and you're not butt ass naked showing your ass and your titties and your pussy one way or another, it's going to be hard for you to grab niggas' attention. So you have to be a troll out here. You have to do any and everything to be seen. And I don't come from that, right? Like, I'm just going to get money behind the scenes and create good product, and I'm going to find a profitable way and a wise way to market it. But I'm not with all the antics and with all the fuck shit, okay? I'm just, I was raised in the early 90s. That was when I was born. I don't come from this new school. You 99, 2000 babies who will do any and everything. Shit, some of you 98, 99 niggas. Y'all cut from a different cloth than me. But, again, Jake Paul, he learned from Floyd Mayweather. And he's just a product of this of this generation. But, again, hey, who am I to talk down on that man? He's getting a bag. He's 2-0. and And it's easy to talk shit from behind the behind the camera, right? So, you know, you know, I, I got to get my knee cleaned out. Then, shit, then, then who knows? I might call out a couple of you podcasters, a couple of you wannabe rappers. You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> but let's get off that. Um, wasn't uh Jake Paul's brother Logan Paul? Yeah, he was supposed to fight Mo- Floyd Mayweather, but I think they checked the temperature and realized we don't really care about that. You much rather, honestly, you should fight Floyd, but at the same time, you don't deserve that. Floyd shouldn't even. Floyd shouldn't even. I don't even know why Floyd was talking to these white boys. Right? They don't even. I, I, I don't know why they garnered his attention, but I do. His middle name, Money. Floyd Money Mayweather. Floyd loves, the one thing he loves more than himself is money. So that's why they're in the conversation. But, hey, that's the world we live in, and um, I'm interested in seeing more Jake Paul fights. I want to see him get his ass whipped, obviously. But at the same time, I didn't pay for this on Triller. Uh, oh, yo, ho- and ho- and I thought I'm thinking, okay, Ben Askren, he he uh, he's an MMA fighter. I don't really, I haven't really done my research on Ben Askren, but I saw an interview with Jorge Masvidal, and he was he was not fucking with Askren at all. He said, "Yo, that motherfucker does not represent the MMA community because apparently for ten years or going on ten years, Ben Askren has constantly been saying um, he's a one-dimensional fighter." He does. He's admitted that he doesn't really have a stand-up game and doesn't really plan on learning stand-up, right? Because he can. He views his wrestling as phenomenal. That he doesn't really need to 
mix it up, even though it's mixed martial arts. So once I heard Jorge Masvidal said that, I just kind of chuckled to myself and said, Jake Paul, you slick motherfucker. <laughs> you know how to pick him. You know how to pick him. But again, who am I to knock that man? Um, now, shit, now I'm starting to think that <laughs> he just got knocked out. I don't even think he took a bag or it was rigged. He just really don't got hands like that, based off what Masvidal saying. Uh, what else? I know Masvidal's fighting Usman, Kamara Usman in a rematch. Uh, of course, I'm going with the black dude. I fuck with Masvidal. I want to say he's from uh, Spanish descent. But, of course, I'm going with the brother. He already beat him once. And I don't know if Masvidal can fuck with his wrestling. Usman know how to stand up. But at the same time, his bread and butter, his bread and butter, I'm sorry, is the wrestling. So, I'm hoping, I'm hoping... Masvidal knows how to combat that this time. Because he's great standing up. Wrestling game is solid, but Usman's wrestling game is on another level. So, but I'm not comfortable betting on this. Um, uh, It's kind of too late. I'm recording this very late, so I can't really give you all any bets that I'm opting into this weekend. But we are live, baby. We are live. But um, nothing that I'm extremely confident on. Um. What else off that? Um, yo, I, I want to say I saw more. I want to say there were 13 more accusations in the Deshaun Watson case. And at this point, I mean, I haven't been keeping track um, within the past two weeks. And again, I'm not on Twitter. so. But I saw that on the news on Channel 11. And it's just, it's just sad, man. Again, I'm not willing to admit. I'm not willing to admit that the brother was guilty. Because, again, we live in that day and age where it's guilty until proven innocent. And it's sad to say so. But um, it just doesn't look good. It doesn't look well at all. But, again, the timing of the accusations and the amount of accusations just, it's alarming. I don't think, it's just me personally, my perspective, it's hard for me to believe Deshaun Watson was that careless with his shit. No way he's that reckless and he just whipping his shit out to any and every Instagram massage therapist, whoever he's contacted. It's hard for me to believe he's that reckless because nothing's come out but outstanding compliments about the brother throughout his career, throughout his tenure at Clemson, high school. He was a part of the Warwick Dunn program. Like, we've heard nothing but positive things about Deshaun Watson. So it's just hard for me to believe he was that wild with his shit. He just out open with it, dick all out, getting his massages. Just reading some of the reports. So I don't know all the details uh, within this case. Um, again, that brother is innocent until proven guilty. But Deshaun, even though you don't want to be my quarterback no more, you could give a fuck about Houston at this point. Uh, I still care about the black quarterback. I empathize with what they have to go through, even though he's a millionaire. Um, uh, but I just know this is, pro this is fucked up. I do think it's some, in I do think it's an inside job with all these accusations because everything was fine until I don't want to play with you guys. Now all the shit's coming out every last thing. So again, I, I'm not calling these women liars, but in a sense I am because I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. K 
can't believe he's that wild. I just, it's hard for me to believe. But again, we don't know these niggas. We don't know these motherfuckers at all, right? They are reckless as hell. But, um, Deshaun, I'm going to pray for you, brother. I hope it all works out for you in the end, even if you're on another team. But uh, the timing of everything is just spooky. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, enough about that. Enough about that. Hey, 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 yo. This I wanna, I wanna talk about this too. I hate, I hate when chicks, when they try to act as if. I hate when you have a mutual friend, right? You, you and your home, you, me and when your homeboys, when you're mutual friends with a young lady, and you know things have gone on between the two. And they try to act, and they try to act as if it never happened. Obviously, right? She doesn't expect you to divulge all of her personal private business. But at the same time, don't try to come at me sideways. Don't try to come at me on some, like, just, <laughs> just know I know. You and I know what's going on, okay? All right? So don't try to put me into some category with all these other thirsty niggas, okay? Because I know what type of time you want, all right? I just hate when that happens, okay? I know that was random and out of nowhere, but I came across that situation recently and had to bring it to light, so one second. Uh, just had to bring it to light because I just think females are so funny when they think they can get away with that. <laughs> no, we talk. We're good friends, yes. We know you're a toss. You're a flip, okay? <laughs> and I'm cool with that. I am open to you being flipped. <laughs> Let me get off that. Let me get off that before y'all start making um guesses and getting yourselves in trouble. Um what else? What else has been going on? Oh, I'm gonna say this, yo. Yo, I hate flakes. I can't stand a flaky ass bitch. And you know I had this there was a young lady that was uh, messaging me, I want to say about a couple weeks back. She's from Dallas. And we were having some good conversation. I want to say she listens to the podcast. Maybe not anymore, but if you are listening, just know that was fucked up what you did. But, um, you know, she, she always posts in her little workout pictures, and that's fine. I watch them every day, every time I'm on Snapchat. I'm on her page. So, of course, nigga like me, I'm hopping into into the DMs. Hey, I'm making conversation. I want to see you. Because I did want to see Shorty. And lo and behold, oh, I'm going to be in Houston this weekend. So, she's in Houston. She touches down. Tells me her location. Hits me up in the morning. Yo, early in the morning. Around 8 o'clock on a Saturday. Yo, so do you want to get lunch and then go to Dave and Buster's after, right? Hit me with the plans, right? I hit her with Dave and Buster's through the text. Then she texts me when she in my city. Oh, let's go to Dave and Buster's. Let's do that. Yeah. Shout out my cousin Aisha because I was going to give her the Aisha special upstairs, right? Then we was going to go from there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... I'm officiating a couple basketball games in the morning. I call shorty, no answer. Text message, no answer. And you just go ghost on a nigga. So my thing is this, why? Why call me? Why text me? Why let me know you in the city if you just going to ghost me out of nowhere? Now, was it because I called you? 
Was it because I texted you a couple times? Did you hear something you didn't like? Right? What happened? At least have the common decency to curse me out before you go ghost, right? So that just hurt my feelings a lot. And if you're listening, um, fuck you. <laughs> and see, the, the thing is, I've grown. I've grown, right? The old young Kurt, the old Kurt James, I probably would have sent you multiple text messages until you blocked me. And you probably blocked me from viewing your story on Snap because I haven't seen you post anything. And I know, I know, like, you... You look good. You you look good in the videos you've sent me. So I know you're still getting that shit off. So maybe it was another nigga, somebody, but you just did me dirty like that. Why you gotta act like that? <laughs> Why you gotta act like we? That was tough, though. I can't believe you're gonna do that. You cold for that. Cold-blooded. Enough about that. Enough about that. But you dirty for that. You a dirty bitch. And I would, I would, like, I. That's how I know I've grown. I'm gonna talk about it on my podcast. This is therapy for me. Um. But I'm not gonna. I've grown out of that toxic stage where I blow women up when they make me mad. No, fuck that. I'm just gonna delete the thread and keep it moving. Fellas, do that. Delete the thread and keep it moving. Right. Don't go back and forth with these hoes. Right, don't be emotional like I've been in the past. Right, just oh, really? That's how you feel? What? Delete the thread, keep it moving. Right, or as my homie Miles, he would he would say he would text them, block me back, because <laughs> he fatty, he childish as fuck. He would say, block me back. But um, yeah, new new Kurt, twenty twenty one. Delete the thread and we move on. Okay. Uh, we're moving on. Ah, you bastards! I'm mad these niggas canceled on me last fucking minute, right? And these my niggas, these my family members, this is my podcast, right? This is my show, I control the show. If I want to record, I record. So, but I just wish these niggas would have treated my shit with some kind of respect, right? Like, because I'm... I'm really a lighting guy. And again, my light fucked up. So again, that's on me. That's on me, baby. But we could have figured something out. But these niggas told me last fucking minute, right? I'm in a group chat with a bunch of light skins. Love y'all. But I'm in a group chat with a bunch of light skin motherfuckers. And these niggas, these motherfuckers, like, whenever they don't want to say something or hurt a nigga feelings, they don't respond. They respond or they text you personally or they want to have side conversations. Yo, did this? Yo, did CJ hit you up, or did X, Y, and Z hit you up? Now, I understand having those conversations because maybe I don't want to hurt his feelings if I say no. No, let me know. Let me know, Wardy. Let me know you're not coming, right? And for you know people who I've known for such a long time, you guys should know by now. You could tell me anything, right? We have that type of relationship. So, and again, love those guys. They might be here next week or the week after. But even if they aren't, you know, they're doing me a solid by letting me use their equipment. But at the same time, yo, give me some motherfucking respect and let me know at least four or five hours ahead of time that you're not coming. I know this is random. And again, I'm going on a rant. 
um, streams of consciousness going on right now. So anything I'm inspired by, I'm just going to talk about, right? And I'm sorry if I'm looking crazy. It's just because I'm, I'm on that sativa right now. I'm on them head highs. And again, oh, I'm going to talk about this too. I see my partner. He posted this. Uh, I'm not going to say your name out there because I fuck with you. You my nigga. But he was saying, yo, y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop hitting me up. Um, obviously he's a drug dealer, but he said, y'all need to stop hitting me up asking me, is it sativa or indica? You one gram buying ass niggas. Now, I know. <laughs> now, at times I still go for the one gram because I tell niggas, oh, I'm done. I'm done smoking. I'm good. I'm going to try to get on a hot streak. But then I said, well, damn, I'm fiending. Let me get another gram. So he was probably talking to niggas like me and niggas who I used to be like. But, um, <laughs> he said, yeah. All of you one gram buying motherfuckers, stop asking me if is it is it indica or is it or is, or stop asking me is this an indica or is this a sativa, okay? Right? Are you gonna buy yes or no, okay? And I totally disagree with that. I disagree with that, my brother, because a nigga like me, right? When I'm around the homies, when I'm out and about, I want to be on the sativas. I want to have a head high. I want to be upbeat when I'm smoking my shit. So, yeah, I have asked niggas, yo, is it indica or is it sativa, right? And niggas, I mean, first off, drug dealers make up, they make up names for the weed anyway, right? But I've, you know, based off my research and based off experience, I've come to notice that the sativas are more lighter and indicas are more dark. And, but again, when I'm around a group of people, when I'm out about at the club, strip club, movies, I want to be up. I don't want to smoke an indica where I'm fighting. I'm fighting the sleep or I'm sleep and I'm interacting with my homies. Now, I know a lot of people don't like sativas because you do get paranoid on them as well. But as a creative, as somebody who enjoys, well, I always say this. I'm an introvert extrovert. I like being to myself, I can be to myself a lot of the times because I'm an only child, but I like being out and about on the scene, interacting with people. So it's weird. But if I'm not interacting with people, if I'm trying to go to bed, yeah, give me an indica. But if I'm trying to move around and I want to be upbeat and have conversations, yeah, give me a sativa. Give me a sativa. So to my homie out there who put that out there, and I saw niggas going in on the on the comments, right? I said, oh, they, he actually got some interaction on this conversation, right? And I saw people disagreeing, saying, yo, I fuck with you, my nigga, but nah. I need to know if it's indica or sativa. And I do. I need to know if it's a sativa. Because me, I'm a sativa nigga. That's why, shout out to the gas gods, by the way. I fuck with the gas gods. They are a company in Houston, Texas. Follow them on all platforms. Shout out to the gas gods. But yeah, gas gods, they let you know, is this an indica or is this a sativa? And I fuck with that. So yeah, I saw I saw my homeboy, or I saw him post that on his social medias, and I just had to disagree. And I saw niggas low-key disagreeing with him. So um, just went off on a tangent. But again, stream of consciousness this episode, okay? We're going to talk about any and everything that sparks my interest before I end the show. Um, What else? Uh, let's get into sports real quick. We still in sports. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Houston Rockets doing everything in their power to get that number one pick. Hey, I'm with it. 
but y'all better let Steven Silas play out his contract for the next three years and re-sign him, okay? Y'all put that man through hell this year. Who knows what's going on? Who knows the politics behind the scenes? I want Steven Silas as my coach for the next three, four years, okay? I don't want to hear shit from y'all saying, look at our offense. He was dealt a dirty hand, okay? So, Steven Silas... He better be the number. He better be the coach when we get Jalen Suggs or Cade Cunningham or whoever we're gonna get in this draft. Okay, I hope we get a top three. Hopefully, preferably the number one pick. But Steven Silas better be my motherfucking coach. Uh, Anthony Davis came back for the Lakers last night against the Mavericks. He only had nine points, played seventeen minutes. Um, y'all know I got the Clippers coming out the West, but I can never bet against LeBron. Okay, um. Even if LeBron's been injured and AD comes back hobbled, I think it goes seven with the Clippers. And I think the Clippers, because they've been looking good, but Kawhi's hurt. So ah, I still like Philly coming out the East. I always told them, niggas, even with KD coming back, and people always want to say if KD's healthy, if niggas is healthy. No, I'm saying I, based off, I'm making a prediction. I'm making a prediction. And based off history, KD has been injured. He had a serious injury. Even though he's going to be KD, I don't know if he's going to be that nigga. And I love you, KD, if you ever watch this. But I don't know if he's going to be that nigga again. So, and I felt he would be in and out the lineup. Kyrie's a nigga that be in and out the lineup. And Harden, um, he's in and out the lineup, even though Harden loves to hoop. For all the fuck shit I have to say about him, he loves to hoop. So, I... I took that into consideration when I was making my pick. And, again, Embiid, I mean, on that same token, Embiid is always injured as well. So, but I got Philly coming out. I got Philly and I got, it's a toss-up between the Lakers and, I say Lakers and Clippers, but don't sleep on Phoenix. Don't sleep on the Phoenix Suns, man. CP3 low-key could come out this year. And I wouldn't mind that. CP3, one of the best point guards ever. I want to see him win a championship. So, um, right now I got Philly against, and it's a toss-up in the West, honestly. Uh, if, if you if you pull in my arm, Kawhi's hurt. Philadelphia and Phoenix right now for NBA Finals. I know that's wild, right? But off that, off that, off that, um. Going to end this episode real quick. I think I did pretty well for being amazing. Y'all probably going to look at this and be like, yo, Curtis is a crazy motherfucker. But, hey, the show must go on. Um, I don't think there's any other pressing topics I need to speak about. I'm pretty sure that will change whenever uh, I check my Twitter again. But, hey, nothing uh, super important. I don't think I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to go across my brain. Uh, looks like that might be it. Um, again, this is episode 21. I go by the name of Kurt James. Follow me on Instagram at youngkurt713. Uh, you can watch these videos, the podcast videos, to all the audio listeners on YouTube. Search Kurt Space James. Right. And again, search for this podcast in the cup with Kurt James podcast available on all platforms. All right. Uh, turn up and all you light skin niggas. Yeah. 
I'm on y'all ass. Yeah.